السلام عليكم ورحمة الله آمر بيدا ما شاء الله What else do we have on here? Serial killer ما شاء الله Wait for some people to come on Sister Aisha, mashallah, she does a lot of khidma and work. May Allah reward her, bless her, keep her alive. Keep her alive, no, not keep her alive, keep her healthy. Someone requested to go live, so that ended up coming out. Okay. Still looking fresh? Uh, this is not me looking fresh. This is just me dropping on my... Uh, this is me dropping by my... Sister Samira from Houston, mashallah. From UK, Allahu Akbar, Kabira. Mashallah. Where's everyone else from? Drop down where you're from. Below. Ah, Qari Ishaq. Our beloved Qari Ishaq. Qari Ishaq, let's join live for a little second. Eh, we should have Qari Ishaq live for a second. Go live. I don't know if Qadisak is dressed properly or not, but Qadisak, we're gonna if you are if you can join us for live, we'll have you recite a little bit of Quran. Assalamu alaikum. Qadisak, how are you? Alhamdulillah, how are you? Alhamdulillah, Qadisak is the head of the UK Hufaz Association with I think what hundreds and hundreds of Hufaz. How many Hufaz are in there? Alhamdulillah, about three thousand plus. Alhamdulillah, over three thousand Hufaz. Masha Allah, Masha Allah. Qadisak, can you do some recitation before we start the program? Allah It's okay, okay. Mashallah, beautiful recitation. May Allah bless you with Laylatul Qadr every year. For as long as Allah has destined life for you and your family, may Allah always forgive you and bless you and accept your Laylatul Qadr and always give you the opportunity of of attaining it. Jazakallah khairan. Sorry for dropping you like this, but uh, uh, see everyone saying your voice just hits different, mashallah. Jazakallah khairan. Thank you. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmadu wa salli ala Rasulihi al-Karim. Amma ba'd. Allah begins the twenty-eighth juz with a story. Qad sami Allah qawla nadi tujadiuka fi zawjiha wa tashtaki ila Allah. Wallahu yasma'u ta'awurakuma. Inna Allah sami'un basir. This is the only surah, surah mujadala. It's called the surah of argument. It is the only surah in the entire Quran where every verse has the has the word Allah inside it. And the premise of this surah was that there was a husband and a wife, and the husband had said some derogatory statements to his wife. She, has, she, she gave birth to his children, she took care of them, she took care of the house, she served him, uh, she did everything she could possibly to bring happiness to him. In her old age, he, he responded to her and said, 
you are like my mother's back. You're like my mother's back. And it was a saying in those people's days that they kind of like want to have a distance that this, you're not my wife anymore. And it was a common statement that, you know, I have nothing to do with you. Just like my mother is my mother. You're like my mother. And they don't mean like respectful. You know how some, uh, sometimes you're like, oh, you yap like my mother. Oh, you talk like my mother. There was a woman. She says, I got married to this guy. And uh, I was, uh, I, I made some food for him. And he said, oh, you don't, you don't make food like my mother used to. So she said, okay. She helped clean around the house. And he said, oh, you don't clean the way my mother used to. I said, okay. So she ironed his clothes. He said, oh, you don't iron my clothes like my mother used to. She then said, I turned around and slapped him like his mother used to. So this, uh, this, this, these derogatory and harsh statements happen between couples that they say strong words and emotions. So she says, so her husband says this to her. She comes to the Prophet Sallallahu She says, am I divorced or am I not divorced? Like, what is the situation? Am I his wife or not? He's not approaching me, but I'm also stuck here. I served him faithfully my entire life. What did, how is this fair? The Prophet Sallallahu said, I don't know the answer to this. She said, what do you mean? You got, you get wahi about everything and about this. You didn't, she's talking like this to the Prophet. She said, what do you mean? You get wahi about everything, but not this. She said, I'm going to go and complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then she complains to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah reveals the verse. Allah. Allah has heard the words of that woman. That complains to Allah. Allah knows your discussions. Allah hears everything. Allah knows everything. In relationships, you end up saying things in a moment of anger, but then you live with it for an eternity. We have seen this from history, and this is the law of history, that moments make the mistake, but lifetimes pay the price of that mistake. When you have a relationship with someone, speak well and kindly. And every relationship has its ups and downs. Every relationship has its disagreements. Every relationship has its fights. And you do those behind closed doors, the way you don't air your dirty laundry in front of the public. Why? They will see us differently. They will look at us differently. The same way in front of your children. Don't get into fights and arguments. And for those who are older, Remember this when you are married. You have a fight or an argument, take it to the room. Do it privately. Have it humane. But when you start yelling at your spouse and your spouse starts yelling at you, that child grows up and starts disrespecting the parents. And you say, well, I never disrespected my parents. Where did this come from? Well, it came from, yes, you did not disrespect your mother, but you disrespected this boy's mother. You did not disrespect your father, but you disrespected this boy's father. And then it creates this normality inside the home where that when someone has a temper or something and you see the reflection of your children inside you, but seldom do adults notice that what they are seeing ahead of them is a stark reflection of them, of how they were in the youth. Now we see the mistakes of the past generation. As we move forward in our life, we don't repeat those mistakes. We don't do the same mistakes. We don't do the way the same things happened before us. We are different. We learn from the mistakes and we improve upon it so that our children have a more meaningful relationship. Our children are closer. Our children have a more loving relationship because these arguments, when husband and wife get into arguments, 
How many children go into the room and start doing dua to Allah out of fear of Allah that Ya Allah, only you can calm the situation and the whole home tears apart. And who is tearing it apart? It's a man's ego, it's a woman's ego. It's the ego and the nafs that destroys the entire home. And that is the power of the nafs. That when uncontrolled and unattained, it is a hurricane, it is a tsunami, it is a tornado that will destroy your whole home. But when the nafs is tamed, then it is a breeze at home and it is a moment of enjoyment and happiness at home. Oh, okay, inshallah. It was a very long message, but inshallah, we'll do something. Anyway. Continuing, that's the first thing that I want to talk about. The second thing in this surah, Allah talks about a group of people, the munafiqeen. And now we all got friend groups, right? We all got squads. Now look at the description of the munafiqeen squad, the hypocrite squad in the Quran, and ask yourself, is my squad like this or not? Allah says that amongst them, they look like, oh my God, this is a whole squad. These guys are amazing. I wish I had friends like this. I wish I was like that. My friends are better than your friends, right? That you feel like, oh, I want to have friends like this. I want to have a clique like this. I want to have a squad like this. Allah says, They look like they're together. They look like they're one. They got that group chat. But their hearts are all over the place. Their hearts aren't connected. A true squad has their hearts connected. The believers, what does Allah say? Muhammadur Rasulullah, Walladina Amanu Ma'ahu, Ashidda ala al Kufa, Ruhama Ubainahum. Allah says, The quality of the believers and their squad, Ruhama Bainahum, they're compassionate, merciful, loving amongst each other. Now, this is you have that one toxic individual or a toxic friend, you know that there is no, there is nothing you can do about this. You have experience, you have seen. That Brooke, over and over again, I'm seeing that this person is not learning their lesson. Then the solution is you distance yourself, you move away. As our maybe brother, I don't know, Tupac says that, uh, or one of those Tupac or Tunapac or whoever they are, one of them said that I don't, I, I have no problem with you eating. Go ahead. I, I, I wish for you to enjoy yourself. This is not on my table. Why? It's because you bring a toxic nature. You're not good for my ruhani and my spirituality. You're not good for it. The Prophet wasallam tells Wahshi radiallahu anhu that Wahshi, I get it. You are, you are a, uh, you're, a, you're a Sahabi now. You accepted Islam. I get it. But when I look at your face, I remember what you did to my uncle. Therefore, just don't sit in front of me. Don't come in front of me. Look, it, it, it hits me. It hurts me when I see you. Allahu Akbar. Now, the next thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does is he talks about his beautiful names. These three verses Allah talks about himself. He says, oh Allah, it is your Allah. La ilaha illahu. There is no one but him. He knows about the unseen. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And we try to figure our future out. Allah has it figured out. But we don't put our affairs in His hands. Before you do anything, drop istikhara. Do the dua of istikhara. Before you do anything, memorize it today. And small decision, big decision. And then once you put it in Allah's hand, however it turns out, Ya Allah, I trusted you with it. Ya Allah, I gave it to you. Don't go back. Don't revisit. Don't regret it. Istikhara doesn't mean you have to pray two rakats and go to sleep and have a dream. No. 
put it in Allah's hands and then see how Allah steers those steers the wheels and see how Allah guides you just put your trust and put yourself in Allah's hand so alimul ghaibi was shahada huwar rahmanur rahim trust me i am rahman i'm the most merciful ar rahim i'm the most beneficent i'm the most merciful in the dunya i'm the most beneficent in the akhirah i'm the most merciful for those who ask for my mercy i'm the most beneficent for those who don't ask for my mercy i'm the merciful for the men i'm the beneficent for the women i'm the merciful for the elderly i'm the beneficent for the for the young i'm the merciful for the believers i'm beneficent for the disbelievers i'm merciful for the sinners i'm beneficent for those who do good deeds i'm merciful for the humans i'm merciful for the beneficent for the animals i'm merciful for in the dunya i'm beneficent in the akhirah allahu akbar allah says ar rahman ar rahim when allah describes himself he always talks about how beloved allah is and how much he cares about us and how much he loves us i wish when our parents and our elders were teaching about islam they told us more about allah's rahma and mercy and less about allah's adab and allah's punishment we woke up with this mentality that my allah is a is is a is a ferocious allah but we forgot that my allah is a loving allah i was once in wales and i was doing this uh, interfaith class and i was talking about some islamic concepts and then i had some islamic terms i was using so then i asked i said is there anyone that's not muslim one young girl she raised her hand she said i am not muslim and i said okay so i was translating the words she raised her hands again and i said yes she said you don't have to translate it for me i'm the only one i understand what you're saying i was like i'm very surprised you understand what i'm saying she's like yes i grew up with a muslim family i was like wow that's amazing i was like if you don't mind me asking tell me more She says I grew up with a Muslim family but I left Islam. So I said my sister why did you leave Islam? She said I left Islam because Jesus was more loving. And I didn't find love in Allah. And I said my sister you were not informed well. In Christianity Jesus died for everyone's sins. All the people who were sexual abusers, harassers, molesters, murderers, thieves, Hitler, all of those people, they Jesus died for their sins. So there's no accountability for them. How is that of mercy? That is oppression. I said our Allah, he is the Rahman, but his mercy is such Maliki yawm ad-din on the day of judgment everyone who wronged you will have to stand in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That you can't take your own justice but your Allah stands for you, defending you and judges for you. You tell me where is more love? You want someone that they can harm you and abuse you, sexually assault you? how many people as children have been sexually abused by family members and that's the that's what i still say you know that in this time of fitna uncle auntie relative in every place is mother father keep distance everyone is a is is a stranger everyone is a stranger the times are bad the minds are bad the minds have become corrupt take your stance against this stuff later on putting hashtag me too and all that that is that is not the solution the solution happens to go and break this problem at home first that is the byproduct of frustration when no one speaks up that is the byproduct of people ignoring what is happening around us but there are so many people who are abused and they have to keep it inside them for decades and decades and decades in their life and how is that fair but it became normalized because we ignored these things we did not hold them accountable and what does allah say qad sami'a allah qawla allati tujadiluka 
If Allah can hear the complaints of a sister when her husband harms her, what do you think Allah's throne shakes when a small child is abused or harassed or a child has been manipulated and is scarred for life? There are so many girls that I know that they're unable to get married. They're unable to have a, a, a relationship with their husband after marriage. It takes them months and months to build that trust with their spouse because of what they have been scarred as a child. Don't think that you have no one to hear you. Your Allah is listening as your heart is beating. Your Allah is listening as your mind is wondering. Allah is capturing every emotion of yours. Then Allah says, Al-Malik. He is the king. He is the one who has dominion. Allah says everything will cease to exist and everything will end and everything will have death. And then Allah will call out into the emptiness of the vast emptiness and Allah will say, Ain al-muluk. Where are all the kings and where are all the arrogant people and the influencers? Where are the millionaires and the billionaires? Today it's only for Allah. Allah says, Al-Malik, I have true dominion. I have true praise and I have true value. A youngster asked me a question. Is it not arrogant for Allah to praise himself in Ayatul Kursi? I said, my dear brother, only Allah deserves praise. You and I don't deserve it. If it is my eloquence you are praising, it's because Allah gave it to me. I did nothing for it. If it is my looks you are praising, it is Allah who gave it to me. I did nothing for it. If it is my intellect you are praising, Allah gave it to me. I had nothing to do with it. If it is my wealth you are praising, my Allah gave it to me. And just as quickly as he gave it to me, as quickly as he can take it away from me. Al-Malik, Al-Quddus, he is the sanctified, he is the holy one. That's why when you reflect on your sins, remember that who you are disobeying, how great is this court that this, that this judgment of yours will be leveled, that the crime is against the creator himself. The problem with our sins is we don't realize that the crime is against the judge himself. Imagine walking into the court where you have wronged against the judge and the judge is the witness and the judge is the jury. But then this judge is also very compassionate. As-salam is peace. All you have to do is take a step towards him. Everyone is for a moment. Let us do toba right now. We're all going to do toba right now. Ya Allah, forgive us for our major and minor sins. Ya Allah, for all of our major and minor sins, forgive us. Ya Allah, the sins we did knowingly and unknowingly, forgive us. Ya Allah, all the mistakes of our life that we have done, forgive us. Ya Allah, we make a firm intention to stop sinning from today. All of the sins we have done, we make a firm intention, Ya Allah. It is our strong intention. We have made it our will that we will never disobey you again, Ya Allah. We need your strength and we need your help and we need your power and we need your guidance. Ya Allah, we need your might to give us the strength to be able to uphold the words we are making today. Ya Allah, with a clean heart, we have left all sins. All music we heard, we are not going to listen to it anymore. All the pornography we see, we will no longer see that pornography. All the masturbation and all the haram relationship and all the drugs that we have done. Ya Allah, we will never do them again. 
Ya Allah, all the riba and the interest we have taken, we will never do it again. All the disrespect to our parents that we have done, we will never do it again. We make a sincere and genuine tawbah. And when you, Ya Allah, you say that when someone does a sincere and genuine tawbah, you accept their tawbah. So Ya Allah, we have done tawbah to you. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yisifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Inshallah, every person on this call is tawbah ta'ib now. Every person who was in the dua and has made the firm intention is now tawbah ta'ib and their sins are forgiven. Inshallah, that is how we think of our Allah. Allah says, I am the way you think of me. So we make the dua, Ya Allah, we think you've forgiven us. Therefore, today we know we are tawbah ta'ib. Today we know that we are clean from all of our sins. Today we know that we are away from all of our mistakes. And today we are the way our mothers gave birth to us. Ya Allah, this is your promise to us. And we stand before you in the dunya, Ya Allah. And because we don't want to be held accountable in the hereafter. Anyway, let's continue. As-salam. Allah says, I am peace. You're looking for peace in money. You're looking for peace in a girl's text messages. You're looking for peace in a boy's snaps. You're looking for peace in wealth and in family and in friends and a job and a career. You see this one paper, you strive an entire lifetime for that for that one degree, thinking that it will give you peace. And then you struggle for people to accept that degree. Allah says, I am as-salam. I am the one who created the concept of peace. Just come to me and I will fill your heart with peace. Allah bi dhikrillah. With the remembrance of Allah, you will get peace in your heart. And wallahi, how can I explain a flavor to you and a taste to you that you that many of us have never experienced? But you all can experience it tonight because we've done our toba. We've turned to our Allah and now we're going to remember our Allah and we're going to taste the sweetness of our prayer. After we finish this and we pray, we're going to taste the sweetness of our prayer. Allah says, Al-Mu'minu Al-Muhaymin, Al-Azizul Jabbar. He is the mighty one. He is Jabbar. He is the one who has dominion. He's the one who can hold you by your neck and snap it any given moment. Allah can snap our necks any moment. All Allah has to do to remove our life is to stop that heartbeat. Put your hand on your chest. Everyone put your hand on your chest. Feel the beat. That's all, be that's all that is between you and a cold, dark grave. This is it. We click that heart emoji all the time without realizing that that's the only thing that has us plugged into this dunya. And one day this will stop. And then we will be turned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Aziz al-Jabbar. Subhanallah amma yishrikun. Huwa Allahu al-Khaliq al-Bariq al-Musawwir. Allah says, I have created you. I have made you from the beginning. And I have painted you. And you're unhappy with how I made you? You want your nose to be like this and your teeth to be like this and your face to be like that? If Allah gave you a nose that isn't proper, Allah gave you 10 other features that are proper. If Allah didn't give you a good smile, Allah gave you 10 other features that were good. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives, gives you some sickness, look at the other benefits and health Allah has given you. He's allowed you to do sajda and pray in the ground. Like, just think about the ni'mas and the blessings of Allah. Anyway, uh, I, I, I will end off over here. Uh, if there's any questions you can ask, and then we'll do the last one for some of our friends. How... Uh, okay. Uh, how do we find enjoyment in life even with Allah's presence and remembrance? 
when you have Allah in your heart, right? See, the thing is, you have this idea. How do you know what happiness is, right? From you and I, where you all, most of you grew up in a secular environment. I grew up in different environments, right? So from your, I'm looking at it from your eyesight. You know happiness on what you saw on Netflix. You know what love is based on movies and shows. I'm telling you what love is based on Muhammad Rasulullah's life. You know fun and enjoyment based on the partying you see in movies. I'm telling you about the fun and enjoyment that the Sahaba enjoyed in their lives. They didn't have even 1% of the wealth you did. They didn't have a comfortable bed like you did. They didn't eat the food. I mean, imagine the food of the Prophet and the Sahaba was based, tasted basically like bread. That's all their food. There was no seasoning inside it. Salt was the seasoning. That is it. Vinegar was their, was their meal. That is it. And our enjoyment is more than that, but we're still unhappy. Our food is better than their food, but they were more happier with their one date than we are with our entire body. Our beds are more cushioned than their beds, but wallahi, they slept for those two, three hours in the middle of the night more than you and I ever did. Our phones are filled with the Quran app, but wallahi, with just parchments, they read more Quran than you and I ever did. They had much less, but they were more happier than us. What is this telling you? That try it one time and then taste the happiness, inshallah. Anyway, let's get some questions and talk to some of our friends and then do dua. Inshallah, we're going to continue this after Ramadan, inshallah. See which of our friends are on here, so we can make a little bit of dua for them. Isra will make some dua for Isra, inshallah. Sufyan. Isra, Sufyan, and who else is here? Okay, Isra and Sufyan. Allahumma laka alhamdu kama yanbaghi li jalali wajhika wa azimi sultanik Allahumma inna nas'aluka alhuda wa tzuqa wa al-afafa wa al-ghina Allahumma ghafir li jami'i al-muslimin Rabbana taqabbal siyamana Rabbana taqabbal salatana wa qiyamana wa sadaqatina Ya Arhamar Rahimeen Ya Allah, forgive our major and minor sins Ya Allah, we are doing tawbah from all of our sins Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we are doing tawbah from all of our sins Ya Allah, we make firm intention We are no longer going to do the sins That we were doing before Ramadan In Ramadan Ya Allah, today is the day we've changed our life Ya Allah, our life is going to change today We need your strength and support Ya Rabbul Alameen Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them health All those who are struggling Ya Allah, make their struggles easy Ya Allah, all those who have financial difficulties Open the doors of your rizq upon them Ya Allah, all of our friends on here that have any dua in their heart, Ya Allah, as they are making those duas, accept those duas, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, our friends and our students, Isra and Sufyan and Tahir, Sister Saadi and all of them, Ya Allah, bless their lives, fill their lives with nur and happiness, give them success wherever they go. Ya Allah, fill their life with nur and happiness. Ya Allah, become theirs, Ya Allah, make them yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give them happiness in the dunya and in the akhirah. Ya Allah, don't even look at one of their mistakes, not even one of their sins. Ya Allah, let them not enter their grave without every sin of theirs turning into 
to a good deed. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati wa maisifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillah li rabbil alameen. Inshallah. Salam alaykum.